Welcome back to a new week on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller with you on Monday, April 20th. Hope you had a good weekend sequestering or doing whatever you're doing. And by the way, if you're a healthcare worker listening, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. Around here, the virus stats are actually flattening out. I say around here in the Texas area. And it seems like in the hottest of the hot spots, New York City and New Jersey, that it's things are flattening out. For you real astrologer geeks, I mean, you want to go do a deep dive that will kind of leave you scratching your head a little bit. Robert Hand is one of the premier astrologers in the world, and he has really brought ancient Hellenistic astrology to life because he got a Ph.D. basically in languages so that he could interpret a lot of the Latin and Greek texts that were lost and hidden for so many years. He's played a big role in bringing all of that back to life. I was going to say a big hand in bringing that, but you know, it's like, okay, it's too early on a Monday. Come on, for crying out loud. But he did a write-up in Facebook. So if you go search him up, just I think it would be Robert Hand Astrologer, and look for his, uh, or actually how you could search it up is Robert Hand Saturn-Pluto. That would get you there. That would probably get you right to the Facebook post. And he goes deep dive in depth on the coronavirus related to what does it look like the rest of this year. There are a lot of still unanswered questions, and I think we have that across the board. But it is an interesting read. I'm not going to go into the details of it. But it is there for those of you who would like to take advantage of it. Another one that I would point you to is Jamie Partridge. He writes the astrologyking.com blog. I've mentioned him on here a number of times. I follow him regularly. I think he's a great student and communicator and writer of astrology, particularly around sign changes and the moon cycles. He does great blog articles every full moon and new moon. And if you wanted to search up Astrology King and look at his blog for this Wednesday's new moon. So that's one of the big events on the calendar. It happens Wednesday evening. So we'll talk about that more in the middle part of the week. But I just wanted to point you to that if you wanted to see Jamie Partridge on the Astrology King blog and just search up new moon April 22nd, 2020. Now, while we were away over the weekend, that sneaky little sun sneaked itself into Taurus. (laughs) It sure did. Yesterday, Sunday, at 10.38 a.m. Eastern Time, the sun moved into Taurus. We will talk about some Taurian characteristics here in just a couple of minutes. But one other thing for today, at 3 a.m. this morning, the moon moved into Aries. Now, that's significant because Mercury is right in the middle of Aries right now. So if you feel that little extra punch, I think if you've noticed on social media, people's words have been getting a little short. There's Mercury in Aries. Well, throw the moon on top of that, plus a weekend of protests about the lockdowns. And, you know, you could have some volatility out there for sure. Now, I said there was one other thing. I'm sorry. There is one other thing that I need to mention today, and that is a very special birthday shout-out to my friend Kimberly K. Danovi. Majana and I had the pleasure of talking to Daniel and Kimberly last night for an extended visit about all the current affairs, 
And by the way, Daniel's, uh, Kimberly's husband, Daniel, is my great friend for over a dozen years, is on the latest two episodes of the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast. We basically had a jam session last week, and those episodes are there talking about some of the implications and ramifications of the current situation of COVID-19. So you can go check that out on the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast. But Kimberly, a big happy birthday to you. And let's just jump in and find out a little bit about how Kimberly is wired. <laughs> I asked her because she's right on the cusp. You know, it's uh, it's close on the cusp. In fact, she is just three minutes a Taurus. I didn't rewind her chart to see exactly when the sun moved into Taurus, but it was just three minutes. So, yeah, the sun would have moved in on the 19th, but she was really close right there. But she is a Taurus, and I asked her, how much do you feel you're a Taurus and how much do you feel you're an Aries? And she said, oh, I'm 85% Taurus. So <laughs> so let's see what some of the Taurus characteristics are. Taurus the bull, obviously a fixed earth sign. And Kimberly, you will appreciate this. The moon is exalted in Taurus. And Kimberly, I know, is very much in tune with the moon. You know, another thing about Taurus that I've always said is <laughs> my picture of Taurus is You've got to have a garden, so Taurians have to have a garden. They want to be connected to the earth, and the best way is just to take your shoes off, barefooted, dig your toes down into the soil, you know, feel the earth connection. That's Taurus. Now, Taurus is ruled by Venus, and Taurus is also the second house or second sign of the zodiac, which begins with Aries. So now we've moved from Aries in the first house to Taurus in the second house. So that's where, also being ruled by Venus, which rules money and finances, that Taurus is attributed to more being the Venus-ruled money and possessions sign because it's in the second house, rules the second house, which is all about our money and our possessions. Now, that's in contrast to the other Venus-ruled sign, which is Libra, which is in the seventh house, which is about relationships. So basically, when we talk about Venus rulership, Libra got the relationship in the seventh house, and Taurus got the money and possessions. Now, there's one other aspect that we can touch on here with Taurus, and then we'll come back and talk about this more tomorrow. We'll talk about Taurus some more tomorrow because we basically have covered everything the next big thing really will happen on Wednesday with that uh, that new moon. But if you think about Taurian compatibility, I often mention on here when we're talking about a new sign, like what's compatible with Taurus? Well, you look at the sextiles and the trines. So that's Pisces and, and Capricorn are the sextiles. The trines are Virgo and Capricorn. So see, you have the Earth triad there, if you will. Now, for the squares, we have a fire sign and an air sign. So the squares are Leo and Aquarius. So you would say, well, maybe those don't match up so well. Now, what about the opposite sign? Well, I'm pretty familiar with this because I am the opposite sign. My son is in Scorpio, and that is what the opposite sign of Taurus is. Now, it just so happens that my friends Daniel and Kimberly. And remember, if you're a student of this podcast, you remember that I've mentioned on here a couple of times 
that Daniel and Kimberly got married last year, and they asked me to officiate their wedding ceremony for them, and that was such a high honor to do that. So Daniel is also a Scorpio. So here you have that wonderful contrast of Scorpio and Taurus. And interestingly, as I was narrating one of the Stephen Forrest audiobooks, and honestly now I can't remember which one it was in, uh, but he was mentioning it probably was the Book of Earth because Taurus being an Earth sign. So what he was saying is whenever planets or whenever energies are present in your life in Taurus that are unresolving So in other words, they are like you haven't been able to work through them in this lifetime. And I found this to be so true. This was one of my tenets of astrology, is when you have particular things in one sign, often the answer is on the other side of the chart. So in this case, Scorpio is opposite Taurus. And I was in Daniel's life when he met Kimberly, and I've watched that relationship grow and bloom and blossom, and they are indeed a complement and a completion of each other. And that's a perfect picture of how opposites can often push each other apart, but in many, 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 many cases, they bring each other together, and there is a completion there. And one of the best matches for Scorpio is an earth sign. So there you go. (laughs) Happy birthday, Kimberly. I hope it's a great one for you. All right. We will talk more about Taurus tomorrow. There is so much Taurus. You could write a whole volume on it. Absolutely. It's a great sign. Hope you have a good day and we will keep our eye next on the big event in the middle of the week. But for now, let's just have a great Monday and enjoy some You know, if you've been needing a little fire in your life, well, you've got it. The moon is there to support you in that. All right? Just be aware of it and moderate it if it gets a little bit testy. Have a good one. We'll talk tomorrow. Bye-bye.